talk about Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega. Remember we looked at uh, in Matthew's gospel. Remember Jesus asked the question, who do men say that I am? And some say you're, you're Jeremiah. Some say you're one of the prophets. Some say you're John the Baptist. Then he said, who do you say I am? Everybody turn to your neighbor and say, who do you say he is? It's not enough for you to know what somebody else, who somebody else says he is, but who do you say he is? And so let's just jump right in for time's sake. And so whoever's up there, um, I'm going to need your help because I got lots of scripture and, and, and I want to get as much scripture to you as possible. Everyone say, Jesus is the Alpha and Omega. Now, you know that's the alphabet. That's the first letter and the last letter, right? He's the alpha and he's the omega. So let's see what he said about himself. Revelation chapter 1, verse number 8. He says, I am alpha and omega, the beginning and the end. So he's the first and the last, said the Lord, which is and was, which has come, the almighty. And so I want to read through these scriptures and I'm going to comment. Revelations 1.11, saying, I am alpha and omega. The first and the last, and what thou seest, write in the book. And he sent the seven churches, which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, Smyrna, and unto Pergamos, and Thyatira, Sardis, unto Philadelphia, and Laodicea. Revelation 21, 6. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of water of life freely. Revelations 23, 22, 13. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and last. So this is kind of unusual. In the book of Revelations, four times we see Jesus boldly proclaim, I am Alpha and Omega. What is that? Well, this is, as a risen Savior, this is him invoking, I am deity. I am the Almighty God. I, I am him. And um, he, he uh, in, in, in the word of God, we see that when Jesus came through the virgin birth, that um, he put on hold. He, he's always been all God and all man. When he came to earth, he operated as a man, anointed by the Holy Ghost. I like the way Pastor Rhonda says it in her redemption class, I think is where she says it. He, he, he didn't not become deity, he just put it on hold. In other words, all the miracles he did, he didn't do as God, he did as a man anointed by God. Therefore, we can do those things because the Holy Ghost is still the same. But he's always deity. He didn't quit ever becoming deity. He didn't ever quit becoming God. That like you quit becoming who you are. Although a lot of people are trying today, you can always be who God made you to be. He was made of God, by God, and yet he came through a woman. But here he is saying, as he's raised from the dead. Remember I talked to you about when um, uh, uh, the Lord restored Peter. He was a risen Savior. He, he, he restored him as the Lord God, um, because he was as he was raised from the dead, a and so I want you to understand something, and you need to know this: is Jesus is raised from the dead, and He is Alpha, and He is Omega. He is the beginning, and He is the end. And so we need to look at this because there's some things I think that'll help you in this season if you'll know that God was at the beginning and God was at the end. Now, I'm not going to be like Dr. Varallo and try to do that tongue twister thing she was doing, but it has similar to do with this. Um, I told her I was going to make a t-shirt out of that. That was so cool. Um, but but um, the, the important thing for you to know is that he is your beginning and he is your end. 
I am the Alpha. I am the Omega. And so if you begin it in God, it can end in God. But you got to begin it in God. That's like when you got born again, you, you walked into eternal life, and you began in God. And he's saying to the, uh, the, the, us in the book of Revelation, I am Alpha. I am Omega. I am the beginning. I've always been here. I'm always going to be here. And if you'll let me, I'll be your beginning and I'll be your end. I am the almighty God. And that's who you serve. And, he, and he's bringing comfort to the churches of Revelation to say, this is who I am. This is what you can expect of me. And so um, it was even prophesied. So let's go back and look at Isaiah 41.4. Isaiah 41, 4, talking about Jesus, for whom hath wrought and done it, calling the generations from the beginning. I, the Lord, the first, and with the last, I am he. In other words, I'm the first, I am the last, I am he. I am he. When he said, I am Alpha, I am Omega. I want to bring into you this too because one of the things that you talk about God the Almighty when you talk about God this way is He is the I Am. He is the I Am. And remember that in Exodus chapter 3 verse 14. He said this to them and God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And so when Jesus is saying I am the Alpha, I am the Omega, He's also invoking I am the I Am. What does I am mean? I've heard it said this way. If you invoke the I am, everything was made by him. Everything was made for him. And if he doesn't have it, he'll go make it for you. I mean, he is the great I am. He said to Moses, I am that I, I don't know what you think about this, Moses, but I'm telling you who's on your side. The I am sent you. The great I am sent Are y'all here? That said, he said, I am. All right. And then John chapter 8. Jesus talking about himself. Jesus said to them, Verily, verily, I said to you, before Abraham was, I am. So he said, I don't know who you think I am, but let me tell you who I am. I am, I am. I am, I am. I was the one who's always been here. Before Abraham was, I am. It's not just talking about, I, I, he's, he's saying to you, he's giving them a clue of who I really am. I am Jesus of Nazareth. I am, all, I am the son of man, but I am the son of God. And I'll tell you who I am, I am. Right? He said unto you, before Abraham was, I am. Verse 59. Then they took up stones to cast at him. <laughs> but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. Going, In other words, they didn't like that. If there's something big and special about the great I am. I love this one, and I'm just throwing this one in for fun. John chapter 18. Remember when they came to get Jesus. Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that should come upon him, went forth, and he said unto them, Who are you looking for? Verse 5. Then he answered them, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said unto them, That word he is italicized in the King James. It really means, it, Jesus. this is what Jesus said. Jesus said unto them, I am. And Judas also, which betrayed him, stood with him. And then you read on a little bit. We don't have time for this. But what happened to all them? They all fell down. What did he say? I am. I am the almighty God. He's the alpha. He's the omega. He's the beginning. He's the end. He is almighty. There, there's no one before him. There's no one after him. And one of the things, and you look at that, and Isaiah had some more things to say about this. Isaiah 43, 10 through 13. 
He says, you are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be any after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and besides me there's no Savior. I have declared and I have saved and I have shown that uh, when there was no, uh, no strange God among you, therefore you are my witnesses, says the Lord, that I am God. Yea, before the day was, I am he, and there is none that can be delivered out of my hand. I will work, and who shall let it? So everybody say, God is the great I am. What does that mean? He's your father. And so he's letting you know, I got this. I got you. I always have been and I always will be. I am the almighty God. He's the all-powerful one. He's the all-knowing one. He's the all-present one. He is the almighty God. Uh, Isaiah 44, 6 through 8. Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first, I am the last, and besides me there is no God. And who, as I shall call and shall declare it and set in order for me, since I appointed the ancient people and the things that are coming and shall come, let them show them, let, let them show unto them. Fear ye not, neither be afraid, for I have told you from that time and I have declared it. You are my witnesses. Is there a God beside me? Is there a God beside me? And I love this. I don't know any. One God, one mediator between God and man, one Holy Ghost. He said, is there anybody else? I don't know. I don't know of any. That's your father. What, what is happening here? He's, it's trying, he's trying to bring you caught when he, Jesus said, I am the Alpha. I am the omega. I am the beginning. I am the end. He's trying to bring you confidence in his almightiness in the fact that he is the great I am. He's your father. You have access to him. And you need access to him right now. And so just to remind you of these things, John, uh, the gospel of John 1 and 1, the gospel of John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God, and the word was God. So Jesus said, I am the Alpha. What is that? I was the word. I've always been here. And without me, nothing was made. I've always been here. I am the word. How many of you know the word? That's why we put such confidence in the word of God. It's always been here. And this is, no matter what anybody says, this is the inspired word of God. Amen? This is a living book. This is a living book. And this was correctly recorded by holy men of old who were inspired by the Holy Ghost. And this, Jesus is the Word, made flesh and dwelt among us. He is Alpha. In other words, I am the Word of God. I am the beginning of all things. Amen? Verse John chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard with which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we looked upon and our hands have handled, even the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you eternal life, which was the Father, and manifested to us. So Jesus, in the very beginning, again, in the beginning uh, was the word of God. Hallelujah. All right? First John 5 and 7. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and the three are one. And then in Revelation 19, 13, and he was clothed with a vesture dripped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. So Jesus, Alpha to me, so he's saying to us, I am the beginning. So the beginning was the Word. 
And the Word was with God, and the Word is God, and Jesus is the Word. And that Word was made manifest to us, and that Word, who He is today, the Alpha, if you'll begin in the Word, let everything be a beginning in the Word. That's what He said, the Word of God is seed. So the seed is the beginning. If you don't have any seed in you, you're not going to get to the, to the omega. You're not going to get to the end. You've got to have the seed, which is the beginning, the word of God. Jesus is clearly saying to you, I am alpha, the beginning. And the word was at the beginning. And that word, if you get it in you, it'll begin to change your life forever. You're not going to get to the end of a thing the way God wants it for you unless you put some beginning in you. Are you with me? So what is the beginning? The word. What do I got to do? I got to take that seed and I got to sow it into my heart. And, and that is the beginning. I, I like this. Um, <laughs> uh, so we know we got to do that. Um, Jesus has a lot of, th- the word of God has a lot of things. Remember he said to the Galatians, oh, you foolish Galatians, how is it you began in the spirit? Now you're going to try to complete it in your flesh. So we got to begin. Jesus said this. He said, my word is spirit and it is life. So that's where you've got to begin. I implore you by the Holy Ghost that make the word of God the center of your life. You got to read it. You got to study it. You got to hear it. The hour we live in, what? Jesus is trying to get you to a finish line. Jesus is trying to be the omega in your life, but he can't be the omega unless he's the alpha in your life. Unless everything you do begins in the word of God. And when it begins in the word of God, then he can complete it. But if you, if you try to do it in your own strength, and your own power, he said, how is it that you began in the spirit? Now you're going to make it perfect or you're going to try to complete this in your own strength and your own power. Zechariah 4, 6, 6 says, it's not by might, it's not by power. It's not by my might, it's not by my power, but it's by the Holy Spirit. It's by the spirit of God that we're going to bring this thing to completion. The Lord is in us, interested in finishing things in your life. I don't know if you know this or not, but Jesus really likes things finished. God is a finisher. Amen. From the very beginning, he told us that he was going to send us Jesus. He finished that. And when Jesus was on the cross, he yelled, it is finished. So he just doesn't start something. Don't raise your hand. It's easy to start. You know, I could go home. I was kind of wanting to remodel our downstairs bathroom. I could go home and get a sledgehammer, and in about 15 minutes, I could start something. I could start something. But I have no clue how to finish. And I think I would, you know, don't, don't look. I'm looking across the room for handy men and women who you start... It's easy to start. I always use this example. Um, I could start a marathon. I can buy the right shoes. I can wear, got the right clothes. I'm sure I'd look really good. You know, I, 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 I could do that. I can go get a number. I can, I, I mean, kind of these days, I used to say I could go a mile. I, I bet you I could go four right now. I think I could go four. And then I might slip out, hallelujah. (laughs) Fall out. Fall out. That's why he didn't say, I'm the alpha. 
He's not just interested in you starting. He wants you to start. You have to start. If you don't start, you can't finish. But aren't you glad he just didn't say, I'm the alpha? I'm the word. I'm the beginning. No. He he had more to say than that. Hallelujah. He's not just the first. He is the last. I love this. I love this scripture. Philippians 1.6. Being confident of this very thing. That he that begun a good work in you. Philippians 1.6. He that has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. He began. Come on. Are you born again? Filled with the Holy Ghost. The Word of God's in you. You have began. Alpha. The Word of God is in you. Now you got to understand, the Lord is not, he's not going to, if you won't stop halfway, he won't stop halfway. He doesn't want you to just be a starter, he wants you to be a finisher. He's all about finishing. You know, I tell people this all the time when I'm teaching on foundational doctrines and I teach ministers and, and stuff and young ministers. You know, I think we ought to move the finish line in heaven. A lot of people are just excited about getting to heaven. How many of you know it's good to go to heaven? But that's not your finish line. Your finish line is the judgment seat of Christ. Where you'll hear, well done. Are you gonna, don't, don't let the word judgment How many of you know you can get a good judgment? You can get a good judgment. Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Here's all your rewards. Get ready to go lay them at Jesus' feet. Amen? Amen. Our finish line has, the the real finish line is obeying God on the earth. But but even in your life, everything you do, he who began a good work in you will complete it. He will complete it. You got to understand he wants to complete it. Come on, he can restore your marriage. He can restore your family. He can restore your business. He can restore your career. He can, he, if he began a good work in you, he, can complete, he will complete it. He wants to complete it. Amen? He is the first. He is the last. He is alpha. He is omega. He is the great I am. And he wants to be the I am to you along your way. And if he began a good work in you, he wants to bring it to full completion. But what do you got to do? You've got to let, you got to understand who he is. Who is he to you? He is Alpha. He is Omega to me. He's the beginner in me. He's the finisher in me. He, he's the first. He's the last. Everything I start in him, if I want to make it to the end, how, I don't want to just start in the spirit. I want to finish it in the spirit. I, I don't want to just start with the word of God. I want to put the word of God in me so it will finish off what he began in me. Everybody say it again. He is Alpha and Omega. He's the first and he's the last. Woo, hallelujah. Now let's just come home with this. He's a finisher. He is Omega. He wants to finish it. He wants to finish. You know, um, God doesn't, he's not just able to save, he's willing to save. He's not just able to fill you with the Holy Ghost. He will, he wants you to be filled with the Holy Ghost. He doesn't want, he's not just able to physically heal you. He already has physically healed you. He wants you to receive it. 
Um, he wants you to walk in all. You have to get past God is able and understand that he's willing and he's willing for you. And he that began something in you, he will bring it to full completion. And so in order to look at that, you have to understand that Jesus is a finisher. So he is alpha and he is omega. So let's look at the omega side of him. John chapter 4, verse 34. Jesus said unto them, my meat or my, my sustenance is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish the work. He's a finisher. John 17, 4, I have glorified thee on earth, talking to the Father Jesus is, I have finished the work you gave me to do. John 19, 30, when Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. He bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Hebrews 12 and 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith who for the joy that set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So he's the author, and he is the finisher of your faith. Hallelujah. He didn't just author it. It's not, it's not just available, uh, and, and, and you, know, you start something. He wants to make sure that it's finished in you. And so you have to, if, if you'll start with understanding that, that if it, it's not done until I've won. It's not over unless I say it's over. Come on. He, he always causes me to triumph. This is the victory that overcomes the world. He, he wants to finish something in you. This morning, if I could get it to you, um, don't give up. Don't quit. Surround yourself with people who won't let you quit. Don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle for okay when you can have extraordinary. Don't settle for barely get by when the Lord wants abundance for you. Don't settle for, well, I can, you know, um, I'm, I'm not dying anymore. No, don't settle for just I'm not dying anymore. Settle for health and wholeness. Don't settle for, eh, I got back half of it. No, you're supposed to get back it all and double for your trouble. Don't settle. He's the beginner and he's the finisher. He's alpha. He's omega. He is the great I am. He's Jesus, the great I am. He's Jesus, the great I am. He is Jesus, alpha and omega. He started this work in you. Now he wants to bring it to full completion. And you've got to cooperate with him. You don't have to do it in your own strength. You don't have to do it in your own power. But he wants to help you finish. He wants to help you receive all that he has for you. So he's the author and he's the finisher. He who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. This Jesus who you and I serve, our Savior, our Lord, the, the healer, the baptizer of the Holy Ghost, our peace, our, our restorer, our, um, our, uh, the one who provides for us, our provider. Our, I mean, he's everything. And this really encompasses all of that. He said, I am. Anything you need that God has, Jesus got it for you. He said, Father, everything you have is mine. And then he said, turned around and gave it to us. 
He is the great I am. He is the first. He is the last. And so in your life, in your situation, begin it in him. And then don't give up until it's complete in him. The faith that you have in you, the way you live now, you live by the faith of the Son of God. You, that, that faith is in you. And that faith will grab a hold of something. And real faith won't let go until it's all complete. And real faith doesn't have to see it out here. It knows it's in its heart. But if you see Jesus as Alpha, you see him as Omega. You see him as the first. You see him as the last. Um, let's look at Jeremiah 29, 11. I think this is where I want to leave you. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you and expect, what are we talking about? We're talking about Jesus Alpha, and now we're talking about him being the Omega. He isn't at your end. I like it when Pastor Rhonda says this, and I, you know, I heard her first say this many years ago, and I really grabbed a hold of it, because Jesus is not at your end. He is your end. If you just look at it, well, he's at the end. No, he's not at the end. He is your end. Everything starts in him. And if you'll walk in the spirit, if you'll walk by the word, because he's the alpha, he's the word of God. And then if you'll, if you'll not let anything be finished unless it's finished in him. And if it's finished in him, you'll always have an expected end. What is the expected end? It's victory. What is the expected end? It's success. What is the expected end? It's healing. What is the expected end? It's provision. What's the expected end? It's peace. What's the expected end? Me and my whole household shall be saved. What is my expected end? What does the word say? What does the alpha say? What does the beginning say? He said, at the be I was at the beginning. I am your beginning. If you begin in him and if you'll complete in him, if you'll stay in the spirit the whole way, if you'll stay in the word the whole way, you'll get to your expected end. And your expected end is victory. In your career, on your job, as you're raising your children, as you're navigating this society right now. If you'll stay in him, the devil's working overtime to, and you'll understand that by what's going on out there. Um, if you'll keep your identity in Christ, the reason the world is so confused about everything is because they don't identify in Christ. That's my main identity. If, if I stay in him, then I'll be complete in him and I'll come to my expected end. Then you shall call upon me, verse 12 says, and you shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken unto you. And you will seek me and find me when you search me with all your heart. And I will be found of you, says the, the Lord. So who are we seeking for? Well, in this case, we're talking about him being the alpha and we're talking about him being the omega. And he is at your, he's more than at your end. He is your end. Everybody say it again. Jesus is the first, the last, the alpha, and the omega. And he is my end. Listen to me. I don't know what you're going through. Somebody in the room, a few of you are going through some stuff. Making some choices, making some decisions. And this is important for everybody. But if you start making decisions, listen to me, somebody. If you start making decisions based on what you see and what you feel, and by all the garbage that you hear on the outside, 
You're going to make wrong choices and you're going to be in wrong places. And the end of you will not be that great. But if he's your beginning, if the word is your foundation, if Jesus is where you start in life, then I guarantee you if you will continue on to know the Lord, If you'll continue in the word of God, if the word of God will abide in you and you will abide in him. And if you'll make Jesus, the word, the um, forefront of everything you do, every decision you make, whether it's with your career, whether it's with your family, whether it's with where you live, what you do in life. If the word is the first place you go, Jesus is the first place you go, then you're in him. And that's your beginning. And so then when you walk in that beginning, you walk it out. Then if you'll stay in him, then the end has already been decided because you began right. I began in him. I'm going to be made complete in him. I'm going to walk with him. And I'm going to get to my expected end. I began in him. I'm complete in him. I'm going to walk in him. And I'm going to get to my expected end in him he is the alpha he is the omega he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion he doesn't just give you a dream you know there's a lot of times when it doesn't look like we're getting there but the Lord is not a teaser he doesn't promise you something and then he's not able to deliver Has he not said it, will he not also do it? If he began it, will he not also complete it? You just got to stay the course. You got to trust him. You got to trust him. Trust him with your life. Trust him with your uh, with every, your career. Trust him with your business. Trust him with your uh, where education. Even trust him. Trust him. Trust him. And he will get you to your expected end. But you got to start in him. Everything you do. Listen to me. There is nothing in your life that you can do on your own right now. You've, you've entered into a time. And if we're going to be successful, you're not going to be able to navigate half in, half out anymore. You know, you really it was hard back then, but it'll get harder and harder. You got to be all in. I'm looking at a bunch of people who are all in. I hope you're all in. I hope you're all in. I hope you're all in. Get, get, I'll get all the way. What does that mean? Well, yes, I'm saved. Yes, even filled, filled with holiness. Yes, but I'm going to live by the word. The word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Why? Because Jesus is the beginning. Jesus is the word. And I, and, and I mean, one of the things he said is, if you love me, then you'll do what I say. I mean, how do you prove you love the Lord? By doing what he says. You're a doer of the word. If you love me, you'll do what I say. So there's no ambiguity to that. There's no gray to that. There's no gray to that. It's all in. It's all in. I know I'm a little shotgun here right now. We're going a little bit everywhere. But, you know, the Lord hasn't changed his mind. He said, I wish that you were either hot or cold. Because if you're lukewarm, if you straddle the fence, if you got one foot in the world and one foot in the church, 
He said, I'm going to spew you out. I think he's always done that way, but I just think it's a little quicker today than it's ever been. There are a lot of voices, even in the body of Christ right now. Some have lifted themselves up into a position, but it will come soon where the Lord will sit them down and shut them up because he's going to have a church with a clarion, clear voice. Let's be part of that. Let's speak the word. Live our life in him. Let people see that when you serve God, when you do things God's way, when you walk in the word of God, that he abundantly blesses you and you get to the end. Hallelujah. Then you get to the end. And then at the very end, you'll hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter in to the joy of the Lord.